You are listening to ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. In cooperation with the American Medical Association Foundation and in association with the Pfizer Medical Humanities Initiative, ReachMD is proud to bring you the following presentation of the 2008 AMA Foundation Excellence in Medicine Awards held March 31st in Washington, D.C. Your host and presenter for the ceremony is AMA Foundation President, Dr. Barbara Rocket. I'd like to welcome all of you to the 2008 Excellence in Medicine Awards. Tonight, we are honoring individuals who display compassion for others, a commitment to excellence, and an adherence to the highest ideals of medical service. These are the principles that form the very heart of the AMA Foundation. It is now time to recognize the Dr. Nathan Davis International Medicine Award recipient, our Jack B. McConnell Award recipients, and our Pride in the Profession Award recipients. These winners are an elite group of physicians who represent the finest principles of service to patients, the medical profession, and to public health. Each of our six recipients will receive a $1,000 grant from the AMA Foundation to further the work for which they are being recognized. To start things off, we will present the Dr. Nathan Davis International Award in Medicine. He helped save the lives of thousands of people in a country 9,000 miles away doesn't really seem possible. However, for Dr. Bala Subramaniam, known to many as Dr. Bala, just about anything is possible. The chief physician at the Los Angeles County Department of Health Services, and a man who has made a difference for nearly a decade in India. Public service, leadership, perseverance, an endless donation of time and energy. Today in India, he's known as the father of emergency medical services. The fifth child in a family of eight, he grew up in Sri Lanka. He attended college and medical school in India, met his wife, started his family, and then moved to the United States. Having seen firsthand India's need for an emergency medical services system, Dr. Bala gathered his faith, enthusiasm, and belief that nothing is impossible and took matters into his own hands. Visit after visit, he paid his own way volunteering his services and knowledge. In the process, building state-of-the-art emergency medical services all over India. Today, India's patients have greater access to care, trained paramedics, upgraded emergency departments, training programs, well-equipped ambulances, some in the form of scooters Dr. Bala helped design, and a plan to handle large-scale emergencies. A leader of the American Association of Physicians of Indian Origin, he's helped physicians pursue their aspirations in professional and community affairs. By daring to believe in the impossible, Dr. Bala has made a lasting impact on medical students, physicians, paramedics, and most significantly, on patients across an entire country. Please join me in welcoming Dr. Subramanian, Bala Subramanian, and we're fortunate tonight that his congressman, Edward Royce, is here to honor him as well. Good evening, Dr. Rocket, Dr. Nielsen, Dr. Clary, members of the AMA, members of the Foundation, Honorable Congressman Ed Royce, U.S. Congressman from Fullerton, California, members of the American Association of Physicians of Indian Origin, my close family, ladies and gentlemen. It's a great honor to be recognized by your peers. Actually, it's better than your parents recognizing you. <laughs> so I'm very honored that the AMA Foundation has done a good pat in our back. 
I'll take a minute or so to talk to you a little bit of what I have seen in the introduction of emergency medical systems in India. Much of the credit goes to the medical institutions and the key trauma and critical care physicians in two states in India, Maharashtra and Gujarat. They willingly accepted the US prototype. They did not question it. They said, let's go ahead. We must also recognize the local state governments, the national government, leading private institutions like Hinduja Hospitals, Symbiosis University, Satyam Computers, which is similar to Microsoft, who came up and said, let's get it done. Let's do a public-private partnership. For instance, the state governments jumped in. In the city of Ahmedabad, in the state of Gujarat, four years ago, they decided that every citizen in that city will have free emergency medical system. If they needed care, it'll be done. And they kept their word. So, and government of India, six months ago, allocated $250 million to set up trauma systems along the national highway. However, our work is not over. Much has to be done. Standards have to be set. Performance have to be done. That reminds me what Dr. Nathan Davis did 150 years ago for medical education in this country. He said we need a uniform and elevated standard. That's what the AMA Foundation Award is going to do to us. You have set the bar very high for us. We will strive hard to achieve this. I'm reminded of what Mahatma Gandhi said. The best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in the service of others. Thank you. God bless. Thank you very much. I am honored to be able to join you tonight in recognizing the importance of senior physician volunteers. Retired physicians play a crucial role in providing access to health care. Let's take a minute to learn more about our first deserving physician, Dr. Frank Staggers. A self-described little old country doctor from Oakland, California, Dr. Frankie Staggers' accomplishments on behalf of preventing disease, improving the health of his community, and eliminating racial and ethnic disparities in healthcare have been anything but little. The middle child of nine, his parents taught him through family, education, and inspiration, one can overcome any obstacle. He's proved them right. His achievements as a urologist, leader, mentor are endless and spring from caring for the Oakland community for more than 45 years. Over that time, he has helped develop Prostate Cancer Awareness Week and established the AMA Minority Affairs Consortium, served 28 years in the Army and Navy, and been a mentor to minority medical students all along the way. Dr. Staggers has no plans of slowing down anytime soon. Today, he is a co-founder of the Ethnic Health Institute, which works to reduce gaps in health care and disease among at-risk communities. He serves on the AMA's Commission to End Healthcare Disparities and is president of the California Medical Association Foundation. A husband, father of six, and grandfather of five. Colleagues say he's devoted countless hours to improve healthcare for his patients and his community. We say it sounds more like a lifetime. Good evening. I'm reminded of the three B's. Be brief, be beneficial, and be gone. <laughs> I'm deeply honored. 
And I want to thank all of those who had a role to play in my selection and uh, nomination for this award. I especially want to thank those who have been so helpful in this life's journey for your support, your love, and your help. But I especially want to thank my family, some who are represented at the first three tables there, the second tables, and so forth. But I'm very proud that my oldest sister, who's in her 88th year, is here with me tonight. <laughs> and of course, no man stands alone without his wife, my wife, Teresa. But it's the teaching, the guidance, the love of my parents that I am eternally grateful. And I stand before you as the person that I am. And they taught me one thing, to God be the glory, the praise, and the honor. And I'm going to close with a verse from my, one of my favorite gospel songs. It's by the Reverend James Cleveland. I wanted to sing it, but my son reminded me that if I could sing, I'd be on American Idol. <laughs> so I won't sing it for you. But it goes like this. I don't feel no ways tired. Come too far to be turned back now. Nobody knows and nobody told me that the road would be easy. I don't believe he brought me this far just to leave me. I don't believe he brought me this far just to leave me. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Dr. Staggers. And now for our second excellence award in volunteerism, the recipient is Dr. Viola Starsman. Enthusiastic, determined, passionate. That's Dr. Viola Startsman today. The same as five decades ago when her medical career began. At age 28, she applied to medical school, but faced setbacks due to her age and gender. If you think this would slow Dr. Startsman from pursuing her dream, then you don't know Dr. Vi, as she is called. In fact, the only thing they did was teach her how to persevere. And persevere she has. Now, at 93... Dr. Vi is still driven by her lifelong belief that, just like life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, everyone deserves a right to good health care. Ask anyone in the Wooster, Ohio medical community, and they all know of Dr. Vi and her unswerving commitment to give everyone that opportunity. She's the town's first ever pediatrician, and for more than 60 years, a dedicated leader, caretaker, volunteer for the underserved. Most recently, she has made three mission trips to villages in Egypt to educate residents on health and nutrition. And she's the inspiration behind the town's free clinic, which she founded in 1995. It is now named in her honor. Vital and vibrant, just like its namesake, the clinic, with the help of staff and more than 180 volunteers, had 10,000 patient visits last year alone. And Dr. Startsman, who's seen and been through it all, still visits to offer an encouraging word, a helping hand, a lively smile, or living proof of how a single physician's compassion, commitment, and kind-hearted spirit can touch an entire community.
Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Viola Starsman could not be in attendance tonight, but in her absence, please welcome Joan Moritz and Sue Redmond from the Viola Starsman Free Clinic who will accept her award. I want you to be sure that you know I am not the 93-year-old lady. <laughs> My hair may be white, but I'm not 93 yet. It's a real honor to accept this award. For my beloved friend, wasn't going to do that tonight. <laughs> she was thrilled at the thought of being given this award. Because of her fragile health at this point, she decided she could not risk the trip, so she asked John and I. John is executive director of the free clinic, and I have been on the board for six years, and now a development volunteer. When I told Vi we had one minute to make our comments, she said, that's easy, Sue. Knowing she's a very humble woman, she said, you get up there and say, Vi is most grateful for this very awesome award. The award goes to my volunteers and my staff Thank you very much, and then you sit down, Sue. <laughs> Good evening. Having read Dr. McConnell's book, I realized that Dr. Startsman and Dr. McConnell had a lot in common. They were both very wonderful, generous, compassionate people who cared deeply for the underserved. As an example of Dr. Vi's generosity, four years ago, she actually used her own funds to purchase that beautiful medical facility that you saw on the screen. This is typical of her. This beautiful facility now houses our free clinic. Dr. Vi continues to be very involved with the free clinic. Uh, in fact, she'll be there with me on Wednesday for a meeting there, and she continues to give of herself all the time. She asks us to say that she's very appreciative of this great honor, and I can tell you that Sue and I feel very honored that she asked us to come to represent her. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much. If you've just tuned in, you are listening to a special presentation of the 2008 AMA Foundation Excellence in Medicine Awards on ReachMD XM157. Your host and presenter for the ceremony is AMA Foundation President, Dr. Barbara Rocket. Now let's turn our focus to the three Pride in the Profession Award winners. First, we will be honoring Dr. Joyce D. Kirkland Essien. Dr. Joyce Essien has been a trailblazer throughout her career, a career of many firsts, and of humble determination in pushing to help others succeed. Whether showing an unwavering commitment to issues affecting women, minority patients, children, those who carry a heavy burden of disease and disability, or combining her extraordinary breadth of expertise in medicine, public health, management, and organizational change, Dr. Essien identified her calling early and has pursued it with a passion ever since. In medical school, she co-founded a baccalaureate program for minority students and later a fellowship program that introduced minorities to the field of public health. She became the first woman and minority appointed a program director at the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. She co-founded the ZAP Asthma Consortium, a program that helps African-American children manage their disease. 
She has even started a foundation to help educate young people in the inner city. Today, her journey continues as a pathologist in Atlanta, a captain in the U.S. Public Health Service, and the director of the Center for Public Health Practice at Emory University. Physician, wife, mother, sister, aunt, boundless source of energy and inspiration. In blazing her own trail, Dr. Essien has led by example, touching the lives of patients, fellow physicians, and tomorrow's doctors alike. Well, it is both uh, a blessing and a privilege to accept this honor. Really on behalf of the many colleagues and members of the community who have struggled to find their way to health, I think that one of my most inspiring mentors is Peter Block, who says that the answer to how is yes. And I think that just about characterizes what it's going to take for us in the world's leading democracy to assure health equity and the potential for all to achieve their health potential. There's an urgency that we face now. It is intolerable in the leading democracy in the world that there would be a 20-year difference in life expectancy of white males living in the 10 healthiest counties in this country and black males living in Washington, D.C. It's intolerable. It's intolerable that black children with asthma die at a rate of five times that of all other children, that they're hospitalized at a rate of four times that of all other children, and that it is the leading cause of school absenteeism in America's public schools. We cannot tolerate it. So I challenge us as physicians to reach out beyond the walls of our offices and our practices to advocate for the policies and the conditions that we know are necessary to protect the health of all of our citizens. Thank you. And now let's learn about our next recipient, Dr. Murley Manahar. Dr. Murley Manahar has gone to great lengths for his patients, from Canton, Ohio to Capitol Hill. His passion for those who are underserved is the driving force behind each of his roles as clinician, teacher, researcher, community leader, volunteer, advocate. An office in Canton is home base for his internal medicine practice, but it's also headquarters for the Center for Healthcare Policies and Planning, a public-private think tank. The center, which he leads, studies laws affecting patient care on health care for indigent patients, medical liability reform, ways to better serve minority populations and more. Dr. Manahar helps guide and apply the center's work in important ways including through expert testimony to lawmakers in Ohio and in Washington, D.C. He's the force behind the Ohio law that guarantees liability protection to doctors who volunteer in free clinics and the reason why Ohioans can donate unused medicines to free clinics without fearing lawsuits. Dr. Manahar is also co-founder of the Canton Community Clinic, which offers free medical and dental care to those in need. It should come as no surprise that he's also helped open a dozen other free clinics across Ohio improving public policies, touching countless patients' lives. Dr. Manahar's work takes the meaning of patient advocacy to a new level. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Murley Manahar. Thank you. Indeed, thank you very much. 
I'm humbled and deeply honored by this award. I want to thank the AMA Foundation and the Search Committee for this honor. We are at the crossroad for a profession, and it's time we'll have to work hard, unite, and speak with one voice we call American Medical Association. And please remember the U.S. servicemen and women in uniform who are fighting in Afghanistan and Iraq and around the world for the sake of liberty under one flag. Thank you very much. And now let's take a look at our next Pride in the Profession recipient, Dr. G. Scott Morris. When you combine the compassion of a family physician with the inspirational touch of a minister, who do you get? Dr. G. Scott Morris, a beacon of hope and healing in Memphis, Tennessee for more than 20 years. He has passion, heart, purpose, and faith. Years ago, he envisioned a concept many said wouldn't work, faith-based healthcare. So in 1987, he channeled his enthusiasm and determination to create what is now known as the Church Health Center. With 50,000 patients and growing, it's the largest privately funded nonprofit faith-based clinic in the country. It has more than 600 dedicated volunteers and has served as a model for two dozen clinics just like it around the country. And it has a wellness facility where patients learn about better health, disease management, and the importance of a healthy lifestyle. The Church Health Center's aim is quite simple, to provide the same level of care you would want your mother to receive. The community's admiration for Dr. Morris is proof that it does. His patients love him. His peers respect him. His colleagues named him one of their city's greatest humanitarians. Tremendous accolades for a man who has made it his mission to bring two fields of compassion and caring together as one. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. G. Scott Morris. I'm really grateful for this award. Thank you very much. Uh, I want to thank my wife, Mary, who is both my partner in life and my partner at the Church Health Center. I'm very grateful for my brother, Brian, and my sister-in-law, Susan, to come to an award like this. They're not physicians. And uh, for the entire Memphis table over here, I especially want to thank Mike Cates, who's the uh, executive director of the Memphis Medical Society, who nominated me for this award, and for a number of presidents of the Memphis Medical Society, current and past, uh, Keith Anderson, Bob Kirkpatrick, and Chris Fleming. Thank you all. The Church Health Center exists to provide health care for people who work in low-wage jobs who don't have health insurance. We take care of the people who work to make our lives comfortable. They shine your shoes, they cook your food, they'll one day dig your grave. They don't complain. Um, there are currently 47 million Americans who fall in that category. It's amazing that this problem only grows. But in Memphis, there are over 600 physicians who volunteer their time to take care of the people who are our neighbors. It's an amazing thing, and I am constantly grateful for all that they do. Nine years ago, on a Tuesday night, one of our volunteers saw a young baby who anybody in this room would have figured out was, had a terrible problem with his right eye. Turns out he had a retinoblastoma. At two months old, Henry had his eye removed. Since that time, he lives with his grandparents who bring him to the Church Health Center literally any time he has a runny nose. My nurses, you would have done the same thing because you would be afraid the cancer was coming back. My nurses accused me of letting Henry run wild in our clinic, which truthfully, I sort of do. And 
I've gotten to now know whenever Henry walks in the door. Our clinic can be packed to the gills, people all over, and yet the moment Henry walks in the room, he screams at the top of his voice, I'm first. I'm first. Now, isn't that what we want in American medicine? For a child like Henry to believe that he's first? You know, thanks to the doctors in Memphis who volunteer their time, we're able to take care of people from the cradle to the grave, and we let them believe that they are first because in our hearts they are. Now, I do have one problem with Henry that I have looked for a couple of years for somebody to help me with. Maybe somebody in this room can do this. Henry's at that age now where he and his buddies, they just don't like little girls. And they have figured out one really good way to gross out little girls is Henry will walk up and take out his eye. I can tell from your reaction it's very successful. So if anybody in this room knows how to get Henry to stop taking out his eye, please let me know. Thank you very much. It has truly been a pleasure to present these witnesses to you tonight and honor all of these outstanding physicians. Thanks again to Pfizer Medical Humanities Initiative for supporting this event. Let's give another round of applause to our award recipients as we wish you continued success. Good night and thank you all. You have been listening to a special presentation of the 2008 AMA Foundation Excellence in Medicine Awards on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. To listen to or download this program, please visit ReachMD.com and register with the promotion code AMAF1. Thank you for listening.